Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live. Welcome to another uh, Fragments of Silicon review session. Um, another two games this week. Uh, first up, we've got a game called Trillion God of Destruction. Um, um, it's another Idea Factory game. Uh, in fact, th- this is the first game we're reviewing directly from Idea Factory. Like, um, long-term listeners will remember we covered the Mugen Souls games. Um... A while, you know, I think we covered the first one what about a year ago, something and like that. Sounds about right. And Moving Soul Z was a few months ago, and those are the PC versions done mm-hmm. by Ghostlight. Um, Trillion is um, done directly by Idea Factory. You know, it's like I- I'm not exactly sure how all that works, but um, a- anyway, uh, Trillion is a SRPG, I'd, I guess. Yeah, um, something like that. It's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah it's like, this, this is kind of a weird game. Just what interested me in it in the first place. Um, the, uh, like, I, design-wise, it's an SRPG, but you're really not doing the typical SRPG things. Also, sometimes it's a, a, it's a roguelike. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But we'll, you know, we'll get to that when we get to that. It's an, uh, this is another Idea Factory compile, compile heart joint. Uh, you know, they're the regular developer for Idea Factory games. You know, not only did they work on the Mugen Souls games, um, they did Argorest and um, so on and so forth. Um, yeah, the list that goes on is nearly a mile long at this point. Yeah, I'm like, although there's a new co-developer... Uh, trying to remember their name. Like, it was like... Hang on, I'm going to have to look this up. Um, because I'm not exactly sure how the Division of Labor worked on this. Because, well, honestly, um, from a graphical standpoint, it looks like every other uh, Idea Factory game I've ever played, or I've ever seen footage of. Yeah, um... But yeah, this game was done by Preap Partners as well. And I'll be honest, this is the first time I've ever heard them heard their name. So, and yeah, this is kind of where an interview would be handy. But um, 
Idea Factory hasn't uh, yet found time for an interview. Changes. I'm like, oh. mm, let's see. There we go. Uh, Pre-app partner. Um, looks like this might be their first game. Like, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, uh, Japanese company. I'm like, I'm not really seeing anything outside of, um, this game, Trillion. Anyway, so, um, speaking on the title, Trillion isn't just, um, about, uh, Idea Factory's strange number fixation. Like, um, going back to the movie. Well, it is, but it's because that's in the game. Well, yes. It's also the name of the main villain. Like, um, you know, you're you're dealing with an actual god of destruction, in the literal sense, who's named Trillion. And he's named Trillion because he has literally a trillion hit points. Yeah, I'm like, now mind you, the actual number of hit points um, how do I put this? It depends on what kind of damage you're doing. It depends on what um, kind of strikes, because hit points are very arbitrary. You know, yeah, you can hit with big numbers in this game. Yeah, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, and just because you hit with big n- numbers doesn't mean that's any more impressive than, say, a Final Fantasy series. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's all based on what the damage parameters are. But the and, numbers look big, and that gets some people excited. Right. <laughs> I'm like, uh, but, you know, look at, the, like, the Super Mario RPG game. You know, they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're among the smallest numbers I can think of in terms of, you know, stats and uh, hit points and attacks mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But that doesn't detract... Yeah, Kulex does a hard-ass fight, and he only has, like, a couple thousand hit points, I think. Like, right, but like I said, it's all relative. That being said, man, um, man, I did some calculations on this last time when we were uh, talking uh, about the game last. I'm trying to find them. Yeah. Um, About the kind of DPS you need to do to make Trillion not ridiculous. Well, and anyway, getting back to the central conceit here, yeah, uh, like even in this game, a trillion hit points is a fuck ton of hit points, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that's that's really what the game is built around. Uh, it's what makes this game so unique. Like, yeah, beating the boss, the monster is the end of the game. Yeah, it's like it's all about trying to de- uh, defeat Trillion. Like, you know, you're not gonna win in one go unless this is like a new game plus, uh-huh. which isn't a feature in the game. But more on that, yeah, this is this is a game that wants you to new game plus it many times. I think. Right. Um. Also. You know, you're probably not going to win on your first character. Now, full disclosure, mm-hmm. I've been terribly busy this week. I really only had time to play this game for about six hours, now, which is a lot less than my usual play time, but this is what happens when you have um, two interviews to prepare for, you know, two games, and uh, we've been getting a lot of games because it's November, it's the busy season, and I had to figure out when to do what. Mm-hmm. So, there's been and I couldn't play it at all because every time it got past the uh, intro video, it crashed on me because 
The only reason I can come up with why that might happen is because it says on Steam that it's not compatible with some AMD video card, and I have one that's similar to that, so that might be why that doesn't work. That's probably the reason. I mean, I'll, I'm going to be sending this to Idea Factory uh, tomorrow, so I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe if they listen to it, they can chime in on what the problem is. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. uh, in my play session, I had some instances of the game randomly crashing. Like, uh, like it was completely random. Like, and I couldn't tell you what it was. Yeah, at some points for me, it uh, was freeze on loading screens. So, I'm like, the game had some issues, but it yeah. wasn't a big problem. Like, it was mostly stable. Uh, anyway, um, getting back to the core uh, the core of the matter. Yeah, um, your first playthrough, you're probably, like, I guess unless you hack the game, you're probably not winning. Um, yeah. Mm. Because, uh, uh, yeah, the... The story is completely centered around the um, killing of trillions. Uh, you know, uh, it's not just um, going into battle. Um, it, the story is you are the third uh, demon overlord, and, you know, you go out and fight this menace, and, well, you get your ass stomped and almost killed. And, you know, um, through a convoluted sequence of events, let's say, that only Idea Factory and Compile Heart could really do. <laughs> Probably. Like more on that later. Um, you know, it's like you're basically, uh, you know, um, you set up one of the what are known as the Overlords, the seven. Uh, they're based off of the seven deadly sins. Mm-hmm. And you know, perhaps not shockingly, they're each a Moe blob of some sort. Yep. You know, yeah. It, yeah it, cough, cough. It's a compile heart game. Cough, cough. Yeah, I'm yep. like, like uh, I'll warn you right now. If you're not into, uh, you know, Moe Blob and extreme fetishistic um, shit, avoid this game. It's like every other compile heart uh, idea factory game I've ever played. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's that that and the big numbers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Killing a thing with a trillion hit points at 10,000 damage per second would take, like, three years. Yeah. Well, you obviously hit harder than 10,000 hit points. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm, ju- I'm just... I, that's just one of the fun facts that I calculated out when we were talking about the game last time. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, yeah. But it's not just, like... It's not just a storyline. Um, the interlude session between uh, what they call the cycles... Um, everything building up to the battle with Trillion is you training for the battle for Trillion. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, and, and it's actual training. You know, you're you're working to get your stats higher. Um, you know, you're you know you're working to get your character better. You know, in all regards, and it's done primarily through um, training sessions, which are quick. Uh, they're quick time events. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not particularly hard ones. Like, it, it, you know, it was pretty easy to get um, top ranks. And when you get top ranks, um, going into uh, the roguelike section, um, there's this uh, segment called the Valley of Swords, which is a random dungeon where you go and find um, items and you challenge um, henchmen monsters. You know, this game has... So it's like an item world on the inside out. It's like Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Mm Mm-hmm. 
you know, it's like something, you know, right down to every move is a turn, every attack is a turn, you know, that kind of thing. Missing an attack still costs a turn. Right. Uh, You know, there is permadeath in the sense that if you die before you exit or you run out of turns, you don't get to keep your items, and so on and so forth. You know, it's pretty, you know, mechanically speaking, it checks all the boxes of a roguelike. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's not, you know, that's not really why you're here. Um, and I say this is an SRPG because it, it's kind of laid out like one. So you, you're dealing with a grid-based interface, although it's eight-way, sort of. Like, I'm not going to lie, moving on the diagonals is kind of tricky at first until you learn that um, in order to move on the diagonals, you have to move the camera diagonally. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. kind of ass backwards. Not gonna lie. So it's like on squares, but the squares are always relative to the camera. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And in between uh, the trillion encounters, um, every week you get to fight a Mokujun. You know that um, Japanese woodman who takes Mokujin. the Mokujun. Yeah, it literally means wood woodman. Yeah, yeah, and he takes the shape of Trillion, and he's basically Trillion Light. He's another training uh, facility, basically, you know, to see how your character um, is doing. And you do see real progress. Like, the first time I fought Malkujun, uh yeah, got my ass handed to me. Third time, I managed to beat him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you do steadily improve. It's just like, and each time you beat him, his hit points go up. But you know, it, it was like um, ten million versus a trillion. You know, and I managed to play up to the first chapter's end. The first chapter ended when I when I lost a trillion. Like, uh-huh. he he's very powerful and. And that's actually kind of worked into the gameplay. Like, if you die on Trillion, yeah, it turns out it's not an automatic game over. It, well, you ha- you got some choices. You can seal a move. You can seal a body part. You can basically you can explode yourself to cause a lot of damage. And there was one other thing that I don't remember right now. But yeah, I chose to seal his goddamn tail because that's what killed me. <laughs> he's got a, he's got a spin move. Because light yeah, is a wonderful yeah. thing. Yeah, basically. And then you know it's like uh, the next ca- you know the next character choice happens, and you know you, uh, you get to inherit some of the stats and like money of uh, the previous overlord. You do not like weapons do not carry over because they each have their own unique weapon, and that's also. Um, whatever uh, improvements you've done to that weapon are gone too. Yeah. So the char- are the characters all fundamentally the same? Uh, no, but they're very one-dimensional anime uh, archetypes that are supremely fucking annoying. <laughs> uh huh. So once again, it's an idea factory slash compile hard game. Yes. Yeah, sorry. So like your second generation character isn't necessarily the same as your first-generation character. Uh-uh. Yeah, they're not descendants. They're um, cohorts. You know, it's all yeah. the seven overlords. Now, so, like, you get a... Like, when you start out the game, you get a choice of three. 
and then um, then you have to pick again from that three. So, and, and I, I'd imagine that you get more later. Well, you got up to seven. Well, yeah. And, and indeed, it's like when you lose um, over the um, uh, trillion monster eats a part of the underworld. And how much he eats is dependent on how much damage you do to him. The higher the damage, the less he eats. And um, once he eats all the way to the castle, it's game over. Or you lose all your overlord. You know, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. So, like I said, and that's the really interesting thing about this game. It's, you know, it's built around this one encounter. And everything flows to that one encounter. That being said, the gameplay is pretty average. Mm. You know, it's uh, bog standard SRPG stuff, and, you know, outside of uh, Fighting Trillion, like, um, the big deal with the trash mobs is trying to be, making sure you don't get damaged by them. Uh, They all have their own tricks, like the the knights. You can't hit them head-on and that kind of deal. Some, when you get when you kill some of them, they leave, like, sleep or paralysis or curse, you know. And you won't know any of this until you encounter them. Fortunately, you're probably going to encounter most of them in the Valley of the Swords. Oh. Which is? Which is the dungeon. Okay. Uh, that's, what, that's the thing I talked about. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, let's see. Out uh, like the the actual graphics of the game outside of like um, the art. Okay, on the one hand, this is um, full 1080p. Um, it it's probably the most technically proficient uh, Idea Factory game I've seen yet. Mm-hmm. The problem is the graphics look like every other um, Idea Factory game I've ever seen. You know, it's like even though this is in like full HD. It still looks like a mid-range PlayStation 2 title. Now, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that's bad or anything. I'm just like, mm, not exactly. You know, it's like not exactly a game that's going to be pushing your hardware. You know, from a from a um, pure graphical uh, standpoint. Yeah, as long as you have like a Nvidia, or <laughs> well, I have an AMD chip in my. Um, Laptop here, and I didn't have any problems. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, and let's see. Um, there are other things you can do, like, um, yeah, uh, this is kind of structured like Moving Souls in the sense of you've got a lot of characters talking, and they will talk for a while. Oh yes, yes. So, yeah, it's part visual novel. Again, if that turns you off, um, don't buy this. Or, uh, yeah. well, you on the upside, you can fast forward through the dialogue. I did that a couple of times because, quite frankly, I had places to be. Mm-hmm. It's like... Well, yeah, this is one of those, if you like Mugen Souls, uh-huh. then you might enjoy this one. It just has a different gameplay style. I, like... Like, if you enjoyed Mugen Souls, yeah, you're going to enjoy the aesthetics and the art. Maybe not so much the gameplay, because, um, you know, mechanically um, and systematically, it's got nothing to do with um, either the Neptunia series or Mugen Souls. Like, 
those are those are straight up JRPGs, you know, menu driven affairs. You know, this is more uh, this is more like Argorist. If I'm being honest here, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that that's their um, uh, mainline SRPG franchise. I've played some of uh, Argorist one, but I think I. I moved on to other things for one reason. Yeah. I've played some of Hyperdimension Neptunia and eh. Like, any, we're not talking about Neptunia here, though. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, of different Idea Factory games. Yeah. I'm like, it's in line, but it's also got a different enough aesthetic to make it stand out. If I had to describe this, it would be Disgaea Ultralight. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't have the it honestly doesn't have the charm that Disgaea does, mm-hmm. but it's kind of yeah. Similar Disgaea has a lot of lot. character and stuff. Yeah, I'm, you know, it's like, uh, and it's also like Disgaea is also has you know that um, the big numbers and the uh, the underworld aesthetic. The uh, the item worlds that you go into to improve your weapons by fighting through randomly generated dungeons inside them. Right. And, uh, yeah, and this guy is the first game that I ever heard of that had the whole, you could get to level 9,999, and then after that, you could restart your character from level 1 with better stats, so that this time when they get to 9,999, they'll be more powerful than last time. Right. Uh, anyway, so... Originally, this game was supposed to come out in late October, but at least on PC. I think it's available right now for the PlayStation 4 and the PlayStation Vita. But it's not like... um, I'm looking at the latest press release here, and it got moved to November 7th. So um, on Steam, it comes out tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this is is actually a pre-release review. Like, um, yeah, it comes out tomorrow with a 40% off weekend launch discount. Like, yeah, um, like the other um, uh, Idea Factory games, it'll have the free DLC that was in the PlayStation Vita version install, like, included for free and pre-installed. Like, that being said, there will be a $10 deluxe pack. Like, um... Uh, oh, right. Uh, uh, like Mugen Soul Z, you can turn the DLC on and off, although the DLC is actually less effective than anything you saw in Mugen Soul. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, this is a game breaking DLC that's better than everything you could normally get. Um, it, well, it is in the sense that you can. Uh, it's healing items, really good healing items, but, you know, they don't stick uh, around. Well, with Mugen Soul's it, it, issue, it was. they were Those were mid game weapons they gave you at the start. Yeah, like you will eventually get past them, but they're still extremely good for early game. Like, Mm -hmm. so much so it makes the game boring. So it's not like they're starting you off with Excalibur 2 at the beginning of the Final Fantasy game. It's more like they're starting you off with a Mage Masher or... Nope. Yeah, something like that. Uh, Something that you don't normally get until a good chunk of the way in. Yeah. All the way. And there's nothing like that in Trillion God of Destruction. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, probably because 
this game has a much different structure than um, any of the Mugen Souls games. If they started you out with god weapons, there wouldn't be any point with even playing more than one cycle. Mm-hmm. You know, but, you know, and they seem to be well aware of um, of what the game entails. Because, once again, you can turn the DLC on or off, which Mugen Souls 1 desperately fucking needed. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was kind of a problem. Yeah, so at, at least we know they they fixed that problem. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, let's see, the music, um, honestly, one of the best parts of this game. Now, um, you know, this being a, a SRPG or a JRPG or however you want to classify it, it's got really good music. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's like and it's appropriately dark and gothic. Um, anyway, um, the price of Trillion God of Destruction on the PlayStation so- Store is, uh, $40. Ooh. Ah. <laughs> Hell, that's a, that's a grunt. Yeah. Like, how much is 40% $40? Someone... Uh, where's my calculator at? Hang on. Anyway, um... Uh, it's, the... it's 40% off? Yes, uh, it'll be forty percent off um, this week when it hits Steam. So, I, so that'd be like what twenty eight dollars. Some uh, that's some that's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm trying to brain math, and I shouldn't be doing that. You said this is forty dollars. Uh huh. Twenty four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it I'd say I'd say from what you're saying it sounds like it's worth $24 but probably not worth 40. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that in the price, but let let me finish the music here. Uh-huh. Like um, you know, the music's definitely worth it. Like um unfortunately like in the deluxe pack it doesn't have um it doesn't have the OST available. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like, what, what's in the deluxe package? It, well, actually, no, 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 no. Correction. The deluxe pack does have uh, 11 tracks um, by composer Tenpei Saito. Like, mm, I guess I, I could definitely see for $10. I mean, given how um, stupidly overpriced uh, anime and RPG soundtracks tend to go for. Mm-hmm. I'm like, um, anyway, the deluxe pack also has seven digital novels, which can, which covers um, each of the overlords, um, mm-hmm. a digital art book, you know, um, and a rough sketch, like a, both a character art book and a rough sketches art book. Hmm. Um, so there's a, um, and PC wallpaper. So there's a fair bit here for 10 bucks. And just keep in mind that's going to that'll bump the price up to fifty now and make this a full fledged release. And I suppose that's one of like this definitely feels like something that was birthed on a handheld. Like it, Mm -hmm. you know, even in spite of the interesting concepts, it feels like part of a game as as opposed to an actual full fledged game. 
I think that's like the downside of centering everything around the trillion encounter. You know. Yeah, it seems structurally kind of like a game that's designed around a mega dungeon, except for the mega dungeon is just one boss. Right. And you're not doing a whole lot outside of um, preparing for that one boss. Yeah, like with a mega dungeon, it's different because you're like, each time you go down, you're trying to get a little further or something, but yeah. Right. With this, it's just, hey, uh, it's a guy with a guy with a trillion hit points. Yeah, well, in this case, it's you're trying to get the, you're trying to do as much damage as possible, um, and weaken the beast as much as possible before um, he devours your home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, I'm a bit, I'm still, I'm trying to figure out why this is taking place in the underworld and why. The, um, you know, like, you've got a lot of uh, references to demons, devils, um, you know, and so on and so forth. Like, well, yeah, they also mentioned a war with heaven in the little intro thing. Right. Um, like, you know, like, they mentioned Satan. Like, one of the overlords is named Mammon. Um, Mammon was the tempter of uh, money in the Bible. From what I saw in the opening video, they're all named after... The actual names are the abbreviated forms of the uh, iconic demons that are associated with each of the sins. Right. I mean, you got Mam- uh, Mam- Mammon being greed, something like Asmodeus being lust, something like Lucifer being pride. Right. Uh, they got Faust there doing her traditional <laughs> role. Yeah. It, it's surprised it's another cute girl. <laughs> you know, the point is, there's a lot of. Um, demonology going on here. Then again, if you're particularly religious, you're probably not going to go in on this game anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah, spoilers, you're not defending heaven in this one. <laughs> well, it's also, you know, it's not as sexually suggestive as, say, Mugen Souls, but, you know, there's a lot of uh, fetishization and, you know, a lot of, there's no other way to put it, um icky stuff from the otaku culture in this game. And that's going to turn a lot of people off. Like, you know, all the girls look really, really young, even though, you know, they're like eternal demons or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, like I said, it's very in line with their other releases. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, let's see. Anything else we really need to cover? Not that I can think of. I think we got everything. All right. Uh, Uh, Sorry, I I can't contribute more, but there's only so much I can say about a game that crashed every time I tried to open it. Well, (laughs) I guess for things that we didn't get to, there is a new game plus mode. Mm -hmm. Um, And this game is really built around... um, uh, It's got ten endings. All right couldn't tell you what any of those endings are because, like I said, this looks like it will be a bit of a time sink. Not as much as, like, your standard SRPG, but it'll still take you a while to to fully um, unpack. Yeah, I, I doubt it would be more than, like, four hours for a run if you had, like, a guide in front of you. Well, even then, uh, um, that's... Keep in mind, this game was... It's clearly, like, it was built for the PlayStation Vita. Mm-hmm. And it's not getting around the fact that it's uh, built from uh, for the PlayStation Vita. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's like, 
It's like when we reviewed God Eater uh, not too long ago. You can chart up the graphics all you want, but things like polygon models will stick out. Um, also, the fact that the mixings are bite-sized. Right. It's like um, the like um, game design will stick out like a store thumb. You know. You know, the way you build a handheld game is different than how you build a console or a PC game. And yeah, like honestly, I'd say this is this would be best played on the PlayStation Vita, you know, if you own one. Which, granted, that uh, may not be a possibility. You know, the PlayStation Vita didn't do really well. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. as far as the price, um, yeah, if it's in the twenties, I'd say go for it. Forty dollars for this. That's a hard sell. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I think we're all kind of agreement that $40 for this... You'd have to be real into Idea Factory slash Compile Hearts other games yeah. to warrant $40. Yeah, Which, I'm in like, fairness, there are many people who are. Right. Um, but, yeah, in our, estima- in our estimation, yeah, it, it is not worth 40 or $50. Like, um, that being said... Um, I would uh, give this game a six. Like, uh, I like the ideas, and unlike other Idea Factory games, it's not broken. It's not boring. Um, like, the, you know, unfortunately, Moving Soul Z wasn't broken, but it was just really, really dull. Mm-hmm. We've been here before. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, here, you, you know, you are trying to strategize defeating this seemingly impossible enemy. It's just, yeah, this is the kind of thing that works well in um, 30-minute chunks. Um, And as far as the Steam version goes, um, maybe play it on a laptop. Mm. You know, provided you have the compatibility issues sorted out. Laptop or Surface or whatever. This Uh, would probably run on a Surface. For the full disclosure, the warning on the Steam page is caution. ATI Mobility Radeon HD 5 XDXDX 1 gigabyte VRAM 5000 series AMD processor may not work properly with this game. Hmm. Alright, um, with that in mind, uh, final thoughts from you guys on Trillion. I really... Oh, you want to go first? Alright, you yeah, go first. That way I can switch over to the music. Um... It's an okay game. It's not personally my cup of tea, but I'm also not into SRPGs either. So, I mean, again, if you're not turned off by the whole demon thing, give it a whirl if you like other Idea Factory games. If not, you're not missing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the idea. But, yeah, there was some issues there and yeah. if you like uh, this guy or other idea effect or the idea of factory games and yeah. yeah this guy is Nippon Ichi yeah but it's a similar style yeah it's a similar style but uh, you know I'll, I'll be honest I think Nippon Ichi makes better games they do they do uh, it's like no offense guys it's just you know, I, I enjoyed this guy and Phantom Brave a lot more. Uh, yeah, Kai Kingdom and others. <laughs> like, 
but yeah, I, I, I'm like, uh, the core is really neat. I think it, uh, the, the main thing that's holding this game back is a lack of connective tissue. Like, yeah. it, it's just not terribly interesting to hit, you know, uh, you know, you're training to be fucking quick time events, you know, uh, and the occasional mock battle. Uh, it, 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 even the Valley of the Swords is um, pretty shallow compared to, you know, like a, a proper SRPG. So maybe we'll see a sequel on this that that'll um, approve upon things. I, I don't know. Like, um, I, a trillion I, I, two. This one has a trillion and two hit points. You know, it, it's not like the Neptunia series where uh, another one seems to come out every other week. Um, but like I said, this is the first block in a new uh, potential new franchise. So I think they're off to a good start. Um, mm-hmm. It's just I, you know, this I think this is going to be one of those games that's going to be really good. Like in the third iteration. Yeah, I'd like to like, really see him take another shot at this idea. Yeah, I really like it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that's about our consensus there. Anyway, uh, so this review. Be sure to tune in. Oh, about half an hour from now, um, as we review our second game of the week. Sombrero um, uh, Spaghetti Western Mayhem. Uh, It's a 2D arena shooter. And, well, we'll talk more about this game uh, in that review. Um, And until then, I wish you good gaming. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.